This episode of the Mountaineer Media Podcast is sponsored by Mr. B, the only potato chip made in the great state of West Virginia. Check out their products in your local grocery store or online at mrb.com. does not always shine in West Virginia, but the people always do. All right, everybody, welcome back. It's been a while. We have not uh, communicated with you guys in a while. We've been kind of off the air. CJ, for what? I don't know, three, four weeks? What's up, man? Really, before Thanksgiving, I think, was uh, the last time that we had an actual guest We've done a couple of things here and there, but nothing of, of major prominence, nothing of uh, major anything that to report, uh, I guess. But uh, things are good, man. Yeah, things are good. Gearing up for the holidays here as we record this thing. So wanted to come on and as we've done in the past, give a little recap to the year behind us and the year ahead of us, a little before current and after, I guess. <laughs> so we'll, uh, we'll, we'll kind of get into what we, uh, you know, are thinking about in the future and then discuss how 2021 went. Although it was uh, crazy, it was definitely a good year for us in terms of getting guests and, you know, really just kind of building the uh, Mountaineer Media brand on on all levels so it was yeah. a successful year for us and uh you know hopefully we can just keep this thing rolling yeah i mean in our absence we have not abandoned our message to advocate for west virginia we simply went on a bender guys and you guys were there for it along the the road you i don't know when we started like transforming outside of just a podcast it's starting to all kind of blend together i mean i know we we founded mountaineer media in 2020 the middle you know the middle of 2020 pandemic time is just like a different different animal but then 2021 saw us i think take it much more serious of you know, delivering high quality episodes. Hopefully you guys agree with that, having incredible West Virginians on there. But then also our blog team, I think just kind of slowly expanded and contracted and added people and new stories and new ideas. Um, our small business partnerships, that's something of Mountaineer Media that we appreciate all of you guys, the listeners, you all supporting them, showing love to them. That's us trying to put our money where our mouth is and advocate for real West Virginia small businesses because we understand how you know vital that is to West Virginia's economy. Um, and they're just great stories alongside being vital to the economy. They're just great entrepreneurs, great stories, great companies uh, that we're proud to partner with. Um, the latest of which, of course, is uh, building Appalachian. CJ, you just put out a blog, kind of recapping our, you know, our conversation, our podcast with them, which I think was the last actual episode, maybe, or maybe not. Maybe no, no, it was. Yeah, Jacob Skinner and Jordan Christ were the last two official guests that we had, and then shortly after that episode, we partnered with them and building Appalachia, their their um, real estate business, more or less, they buy and sell homes. And so they are really renovating. They're doing a great job. Yeah. Like you said, I don't want to spoil the the story that we just put out, but they are uh, really trying to transform this part of West Virginia. They are big in Kanawha, Putnam and Cabell counties. And so they're trying to, you know, build and revitalize certain parts of the community. And it's very, 
a genuine um, goal that they have. And so we felt like it was definitely a home run to partner with those guys and promote the work that they're doing. So yeah, that blog is out now at mountaineermedia.org. Go check it out. And we're going to be continuing to talk about them here and there and some of the work that they have going on. And it's, it's pretty cool. You know, it's funny. Like uh, they, I think it's called like um, it's like home porn, right? Or what's, what's the phrase. It's like uh, what, what I forget what the phrase is, but it's just like when you post pictures on Facebook about like before and after pictures of what places look like, like their, their social right. media. It's very entertaining. So, you know, people do enjoy getting on there and seeing that kind of thing. So go check them out, Building Appalachia. And I think you'll you'll get a kick out of it. If anything, you may maybe I made you laugh from uh yeah. <laughs> so. yeah, folks, your audio did not glitch there. They are not <laughs> they're not in the adult entertainment. They do post incredible pictures of uh you know like renovation where it's like the before and afterwards, like damn, that dirty living room turned into like a cozy fireplace, like that type of stuff. They definitely post it. Um, so that's definitely cool to see. Um, but guys, maybe some quick housekeeping, CJ, for people, because we do you know, we have so many, I guess. You call tentacles, vehicles, all these different ways of communicating with people, Instagram, email, LinkedIn, TikTok, you know, you can find everything. If you're listening to this podcast, probably you've heard us before. I don't know if any new listeners are listening, but mountaineermedia.org is our home base for everything. So all of the blogs, like the one CJ just wrote about building Appalachia, all of the merchandise that we have in our store that you can buy uh, and support us helps us uh, put money right back into Mountaineer Media. And all of a recap of the episodes, all of that is featured on our website, uh, mountaineermedia.org. And you can really just, that might even be the easiest way to get a hold of us because you can go to the contact page and submit uh, you know, an email, reach out to us, maybe a guest recommendation. We're always looking to hear new stories about West Virginia. So we are not shy about the fact that CJ, in my opinion, is not the only opinion that people want to hear. We want to talk about the issues that a lot of people are caring about. And guest recommendations is one of the best ways I think that you can uh, help us is because it, it odds are every recommendation we normally get CJ, we're like, hell yeah, let's talk to that person. And they end up being great people because the people kind of know our mission and statement. So jump over there at mountaineermedia.org. And the individual who maintains that website, which would be Mr. Mason Elliott Jack, someone that I've known since we were, you know, I think babies, right, Mason? Basically, um, yeah. He runs that website. Mason, what's up, man? Good morning. Hey. Thanks for having me back, fellas. It's good to be <laughs> finally back on. Should we call this episode the fan requested episode? What are we on? 65 or 66? Whatever, this whatever. Episode. Like 66, I think. Should we just make it episode 66, Mason Jack? Or we'll, maybe we interview Mason instead. Clickbait so. people, the untold story of Mason Jack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that could work too. How he yeah. went from prison to the, like just make it. <laughs> I'm telling you, if anyone out there can figure out which episode I was on last, I'll send them a t shirt. <laughs> Okay, uh, that, little that Easter egg there. What fan? I'm not DM sure that us. I know. Yeah, I don't even know that. <laughs> I don't know if you know, Mason, either. DM us. Yeah, it's, it's, a deep, it's a deep cut. It's a deep cut. It was like a tea. It wasn't it an advertisement. That's what it was. I don't know. Don't, don't be giving it away now, CJ. Well, whatever. I don't remember. <laughs> I mean, it's not like I'm spoiling it here. Yeah. So anyways. Um, the, go, go find it if somebody yeah. can find that. <laughs> Main reason I'm joined today is we put out a poll on social media a few weeks ago asking for some fan submitted questions. So I've got a few of those that the people want to hear from you about. Um, so let's just the burning questions. Yep, yeah, the kick burning it off. Questions of, 
right. So this, well, this could be a two-parter kind of. Um, they ask, what gives you hope for West Virginia's future and how will Mountaineer media kind of play a role in that future? CJ, kick it off. Well, I think to answer the first one, you know, what gives you hope about West Virginia's future? Well, we, we, you know, hopefully we can confide in the fact that West Virginia has its first unofficial president of the United States. I'm teasing. <laughs> Joe Manchin's not the president of the United States, but it feels like it sometimes. So um, it definitely he's in the news enough that it makes it feel like he's a incredibly important person. But Joe Manchin is not the, the singular person that gives me hope about West Virginia. That's not where I'm going with this. It's just, I think you, when you really look there are people from West Virginia in every facet of life that are creating change and making a difference. And I think that's what we've experienced. That's been our journey and experience with the Mountaineer Media Podcast and everything that we've done is being able to find those people. And so far, it's been successful for from our standpoint. And how will Mountaineer Media play a role in West Virginia's future? I think it's continuing to find those stories and tell those stories of people who are making a difference at, uh, you know, the national scale, the statewide scale, or just even the community scale. Um, you know, how many times have we talked to somebody about just what they are doing in a particular community? Terry Giles comes to mind thinking about her specific impact in Hinton, West Virginia. That's a small community, although, what she does with the honey and Appalachian beekeeping organization collective, the ABC, you know, that is more statewide, but although she is still making a difference in a place like Kenton, West Virginia. So um, I think that is our role is to continue to find those stories and, you know, just give love to the people that deserve it at the small, medium and large scale. I would say what gives me hope for West Virginia is I think over the last three years, three or four years, West Virginia, we we've had more national attention, more like national size projects and developments happen than I can remember in West Virginia's history. And I'm only 27 years old. So maybe, you know, folk older than me, maybe can remember more, but I think I've seen over the last couple of years, there seems to be a renewed sense of um, enthusiasm about West Virginia from maybe a business climate standpoint, projects and, you know, whether that's the infrastructure, uh, whether that's John Chambers trying to do different things, whether that's the Virgin Hyperloop, Richard Branson selecting West Virginia to be something, whether that's the national, uh, new national park at the New River Gorge. So when I see those things, I, I'm excited, like everybody, those are big headlines. But CJ, tying into your point is that I think we need we need those things to attract outside attention tourism and that sort of thing and then once we have the people here then it's like okay now you can discover that you can walk down you know davis west virginia in the street and discover a little small business who's run by you know a 82 year old veteran who does xyz and it's a vital part of the community right so in my opinion those big national things is what's going to help get people here get what get people to experience west virginia live in west virginia 
travel to West Virginia. But then importantly, once they're here, those big national headlines, you know, that or the projects that, that doesn't keep someone here, keep coming back and back to West Virginia because of the Hyperloop situation. But it might make somebody come here for one time and then it might make them fall in love with the small community outside of Lewisburg or Davis or Thomas, West Virginia, you name it. Right. Hinton, West Virginia, like you said, with Terry Giles. So. I think it's a combination of we, we're having those big projects occur. And if we can get people here, I think we can make them fall in love with the culture uh, once they are here. How does Mountaineer Media play a role in that? Well, I think you said it spot on, CJ. I think it's our job, duty, and obligation to, yeah, we're going to tell the stories of, you know, the prominent people. You know, it's been awesome to be able to have people like Bob Huggins on the podcast, John Chambers, um, you know, big name people, Brad Smith. But I think if we if we can mix in those big name people with highlighting the stories of the unsung hero in West Virginia to make people realize that, hey, wait a second, like cool, famous things or big, interesting things that doesn't go on just outside of West Virginia. That's not a Nashville. That's not a Los Angeles, New York exclusive thing. Those type of things also happen in West Virginia. And it might be your neighbor. It might be someone down the street. So I think if we can hijack your attention by getting some cool big name people on the podcast but then if you can stick around and listen to our stories i think you're going to be equally impressed with uh the individuals the the small town unsung heroes that are really making a difference in the community and if we can highlight that and tell those stories in print audio and video form then look i mean what more could you ask for a west virginia homegrown media company in my opinion so i you know we're we're humble that we get the attention that we do from people and we're so appreciative of it Um, but i think if anything we're you know we're tripling down in 2022 and trying to keep doing more of the same and that's tell west virginia stories and it, a point that you have brought up, and I think it's the point that almost needs to be hammered home too. And, and yeah, we are talking about people in this, when we talk about people in the state of West Virginia making a difference, those are the people that ultimately we highlight the most. When you look at the people that we interview, 90% of them currently live in West Virginia. But what gives me hope about West Virginia's future is also the small group of people that we do interview that now live and reside outside of West Virginia, but that are coming back to help West Virginia. The John Chambers, the Brad Smiths of the world that are coming back home to try Mm -hmm. and, I wouldn't say fix, but definitely revitalize is a word I think that comes to mind and try and pick West Virginia back up off the ground and keep it moving. And, you know, when we had John Chambers on, it was something like when he lived in Charleston, Charleston had a hundred thousand people that lived in the city of Charleston. I can't even imagine a hundred thousand people living in, in, I mean, Charleston, not, not like through Sissonville and up to Jackson County, but Charleston itself had a hundred thousand people. So, you know, when John Chambers talks about wanting to get back to a place where places like Charleston are, important in the state of West Virginia, not just so much, oh, it's the capital, but it's like that is a business hub or parts, other parts of West Virginia are central, you know, pieces of the state, not just, you know, I I think tourism is a huge point, but bringing business here outside of just a couple people wanting to see the national park is a huge thing. And I think what brings me, what provides me a little positivity and, you know, what, um, whatever the question was, what gives you hope about West Virginia's future? It's that we are seeing people coming back to help West Virginia. And I think that's like, that's awesome.
What's up guys, Cooper here. I wanted to bring you an important message that this podcast is sponsored by Raised Rub. Raised Rub is a delicious West Virginia original recipe seasoning that you can put on beef, chicken, wild game, casseroles, stews, you name it. I've done it, it's delicious. You can find it at raisedrub.com. You can also jump on Amazon, search Raised Rub, it'll be right there. It's on our website, it's on our social media. Delicious stuff, Brody, the owner, is a rock star entrepreneur, really cares about community people in West Virginia, and this stuff is legit. So we highly encourage you to give it a try at your next cookout or just at night at home making dinner for yourself. So Raised Rub, raisedrub.com, grab yourself a bottle. All right, let's be real. Finding a new job is really, really hard. I mean, you can use search engines for hours on hours and you usually end up right where you started, still looking for a job. So hey, why not simplify the process and let the team over at Mountaineer Employment Solutions do the heavy lifting for you? And there's a good chance you'll start making money and putting that in your pocket, doing something you actually want to do. So what do you need to do? Well, first head over to BeAMountaineer.com and check out what they've got going on in your neck of the woods because they've got job openings all over the state of West Virginia. But hey, maybe you like talking in person about what you want to do. Well, they've got two offices, one in South Charleston and the other in Morgantown. So if you just want to talk to someone and kind of give them your thoughts on what you're good at, what you're skilled at, where your interests are, walk in and Bill Carter's team will make sure to help you out. So here it is again, Mountaineer Employment Solutions, West Virginia's premier talent acquisition and staffing leader, a proud partner of the Mountaineer Media Podcast. Kind of sticking with that theme of you know, looking towards the future. Do you all have any dream guests you would like to interview for 2022? Mason Jack. <laughs> oh, a are you off the list? Are you, my agent. Yeah, <laughs> we got to pay you, huh? What's your What's your daily rate? It's hard to pretty high speaking fee. I'll tell you that. <laughs> dream guests, um, man. Jerry I mean, West. I mean, God bless. If we could get Jerry West on the podcast, that would make my day. That like you guys know what I do. I'm a sports reporter in Charleston, West Virginia. Between that and Mountaineer Media, we have inter- interviewed. I've been able to, to interview a ton of incredible people. Jerry West is on that list of people that I've not been able to interview. And if I would, I'd be able to die a happy man, but if we could get Jerry West on here or just maybe I just want to meet Jerry or speak to him, shake his hand. You know, that's a guy that you see and you're just like, man, you got West Virginia written all over you. And so I, I don't know. Jerry West is on the list. I know that we've reached out to a couple of others, Jennifer Garner, Steve Harvey, you know, my brother from another mother, I think that would be great if we could get Steve Harvey on here too. So, yeah, uh, you know, those are, those are some names that we've definitely talked about. Um, and we've got a couple of outstanding emails um, out there right now. I will say that of people that we of note, and I think would be big gets if we can get them to join us on the podcast, I will say one guy that I wish we would have had the opportunity to interview, but unfortunately we no longer we don't is bill withers you know the late great bill withers uh i remember i think it was landau no 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 it was josh gaffin josh gaffin a former guest of the podcast he said um bill withers is like the pope of of west virginia musicians you know he is the guy and i wish we would have been able to have that uh, have that opportunity to interview him. but i think it was landau 
Eugene Murphy that told us that funny story about story they were about the, him, yeah. the West Virginia Music Hall of Fame and Bill Weathers is like making a joke and they're kind of like they're kind of being loud at this thing and somebody turns around and like tries to shush him and it's like do you know who you're shushing you can't shush Bill Withers you can't do that so yeah I wish we would have had the opportunity to interview him but uh Cooper what do you think just the two of us. Um, Bill's a great guy. I listen to. I, I feel like I listen to Bill Withers like every day. I would say it starts it starts my day yeah. in some yeah. some capacity. Um, yeah, I mean, look, we, got, we would love to have you know the Brad Paisley, Steve Harvey, Jennifer Gardner. Um, if you're listening to this and you happen to have a random connection to those people, please, you know, we'll. I would probably pay you a hundred dollars <laughs> to make that happen. But you know, I don't know. It's I, I would like to have Jerry West would obviously be great. Um, I think if sticking to the theme of like i think our best guest could still be out there and it's maybe discovering a west virginia alongside you all like if we could somehow get a referral into somebody that doesn't get that spotlight but they end up having just a blown away story about their west virginia story or what they're doing for the state like i think that unknown figure is who we're after we're always after that unknown figure i think each and every week it's like how can we find them how, how can we keep telling these west virginia stories so you know again <laughs> or it, it ain't easy like, no. It ain't easy week to week. I mean, and and guys, we I don't kid me enough, or I don't like take this so serious when I say that your recommendations help so much because so many people like will shout like you ought to have so and so on, and I appreciate that. But it's like, okay, what can I do with that information? All these conversations with these big people that we've had is because West Virginia is such like a big enough but also small enough place to where you can literally almost guarantee that someone's going to know somebody and will put you in like a direct email or phone number conversation with somebody. So don't underestimate the power of your ability to be like, Hey, so-and-so went to school with this person. They might be a good fit. Like those type of conversations have literally led us into nearly all of our episodes. So I just say that to think that no one is too big or small to come on Mountaineer media. Um, We're after good stories and that comes from anybody. Yeah, for sure. It, no, you are 100% right into a point that I made in the previous question. 90% of our guests are the guests that are living here or people that are living in West Virginia, making a direct impact on the state right now. And honestly, those are the people that we end up remembering the most because those are st- stories that don't always get shared very often. Right. You know, we know, uh, I don't need to go any any specifics. I won't go down that rabbit hole, but there are stories that we know of West Virginians. And then there are, are even more stories of people that we don't know. And mm-hmm. it, we've kind of made it our mission to tell both of those stories. Maybe we can have a new wrinkle in the stories that have been told. And then we want to make sure that we are shedding light on the stories that haven't been told. And I think that we've been really good at that through 65 episodes so far. Yeah. I'll give a quick example, CJ. And I promise we won't go down the rabbit hole of naming going through each guest. But like, for example, Lois Lucas is not somebody who you would see her name and think, oh, yes, the famous Lois Lucas. But we she is a she was a black history professor for 30 um, years that, that we had in the Virginia podcast. State. Yep. Okay. She literally teach or t- told stories about West Virginia and history and black history specifically. When we posted that episode, I think I saw dozens of because we I think we boosted it on Facebook. We saw dozens of people comment like oh my gosh you know dr lucas was my favorite teacher at at state you know she was awesome she's such a great person like all this type of stuff like so that is like 
to me that captures the essence of like that's somebody whose story deserves to be told is not a national headline person but is really one of like the more memorable funny engaging guests and that's an example of that person's not quote unquote famous but those enriching stories are is what helps um one people connect with it and two they're just so so cool to listen to and hear experiences from so that would be just a a micro example of that uh, situation Mason, who do you have? No, let's yeah, but- throw this back on Mace. Mace, name a person that we haven't had that you'd like to have on the podcast. I mean, I got to agree with you, CJ. Jerry West is at the top <laughs> of my list. I mean, the guy was out there throwing the loves to Wilt. And- <laughs> yeah. I would just love to know what that was like. Yeah. 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 If we could get Jerry on, that would be pretty incredible. So, or Deuce uh, or Javon Carter. I think we, we could definitely yeah. go like into more of the athletes too, that we haven't, you know, gotten to, maybe that's my fault. I am the sports guy. You'd think I'd have more context with uh, Pat White and Noel Define, but Kevin, yeah, yeah. Kevin Pitsnoggle, you know, he's a, he's a teacher up in, in Martinsburg now. So he is definitely living, uh, you know, the, the what about Owen Schmidt different life. Yeah. You I'm, know, I'm sure he, he could uh, tell some crazy stories. Actually funny enough. So Owen Schmidt, you know, for, for he graduated, Played in the NFL for a little bit. Everybody remembers that clip of him playing for the Seahawks. He's bashing that helmet on his head. He's bleeding. Yeah. People are going insane. You know, so like that—that's like Owen Schmidt's legacy in a way. And then the runaway beer truck. But then after that, like he was a UPS driver, and I still think he is. He's a UPS driver, and he lives in Greenbrier County. And he helps coach at Greenbrier West High School. He's an assistant coach now at Greenbrier West High School. So he's passing his uh, his knowledge on to wow. the next generation. Is that the is that the rival of the governor? Doesn't he coach Greenbrier East? Is that like yeah? So Greenbrier West is a much smaller school. Greenbrier East is like capital size. Greenbrier gotcha. West is a single A school. It's very it's small. It's much yeah. smaller. So they are in they are rivals because they are in the same county, but it would it's kind of hard to say that they're like equal rivals just because of how different the school sizes are yeah um yeah all good i mean all great guests and look as we've said it before not a political podcast we do interview politicians so i I, to me it's a service to these people whether you like them or don't like them they influence the state so i i gladly interview politicians and try to engage in politics in that regard because at the end of the day if those are the people that we're saying we want to lead our state at least from a like a legislative perspective, like I think that we should talk to them. And that's not an endorsement per se of each and every person's politics if we have them on the podcast. But but I always think that, hey, look, if I'm all about communication. So if you do have people like that that are trying to run for a local office or trying to make a change in West Virginia and that's their vehicle, I think we would equally be happy to talk to them about their work too. Yeah, and, and we make note of this. Because, like, how impactful media. was Danielle Walker? I mean, her story, like, drop politics. Just, like, listen to her story, right? Like, yeah. what an incredible person. She, like, grocery shops for elderly people, like, yeah. at, like, midnight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's just yeah, someone after, who's, like, an aspirational person. Like, Yeah, walking, to, she works two jobs and then goes home and, yeah, does some late night shopping. But, you know, and we make note of this on, on social media, and it's just – it, we are not oblivious to what is going on in the world, but we are also not, you know, spending every waking second of talking about uh, the, the political realm. You know, there are so many other facets of West Virginia that and subjects of West Virginia that we want to talk about. I mean, outdoor recreation, innovation, 
culture, sports, music, history, mm-hmm. politics is it falls in line with that, but it does not hold any weight high. You know, it, it is not bigger than our priority everywhere list. else. Like you don't need then, it from it, us. Like. Exactly. And, and, you know, we do talk about politics throughout individual episodes. You know, it does come up in, in discussion. It's just, it, look, we hold it with equal weight. Any politician that we have on is, is, no bigger or smaller than any other guests that we have. I think what we do well is we look at guests. Everyone is equal to one another. I mean, there, there are people that are more popular in the national scale than there are others, but no one big person, no one West Virginian is bigger or smaller than the next. And we're don't, we, we don't plan on changing that anytime soon. Yeah. Well, and one last note, CJ, I think just your point of we treat everybody the same. And I think the way in which we go about podcasting, hopefully this translates to you all, is that when we interview these people, I think you're getting a pretty damn accurate look into who these people are. And I don't think because of the nature in which we're we're just like, we're not playing, playing gotcha. We're not trying to really push anything. I think people feel comfortable sharing these authentic stories with you all i mean hell we've almost cried sometimes with like corduroy brown on we've had you know we've been fired up by john chambers pushing the you know leading the charge on stuff so i think you know hopefully you guys hear this in the voice of us cj and i hosting it every week but also the guests is that they come on to this understanding that this is you know this is a a celebration of west virginia culture we're going to talk about hard issues we talk about the drug epidemic we talk about covid mental health all this type of stuff but i think that authentic conversation comes from when you feel comfortable in that conversation you don't feel like you're being pushed in either direction so hopefully in 2022 we can continue to foster uh that environment because i think you get a pretty damn good experience when you do yeah mace fire away what's next um yeah reflecting back kind of on 2021 is there any is there any moment or story that i guess told that really like has stuck with you to this day you think about it all the time I got a couple. Yeah, yeah, I got a couple. Cooper, you, you want to start or you want me yeah. to start? I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll start. Something that something that came to mind um, was Wes Bush, who is the the chairman of Northrop Grumman, right? Largest defense contractor in the world. You know, billion, billion, billion dollar company. Massive influence globally around the world. Old Wes Bush, I believe is from Morgantown, West Virginia. Friendliest guy. Had him on with his wife, Natalie Bush. Friendly, friendly couple. They live in Northern Virginia. But my favorite story in example or basically concept that he shared was the fact that you know, his work is obviously in defense and spacecraft and technology. I mean, they're landing, you know, stuff on the moon. Like they're, you know, they're a crazy technology driven company. He basically said that in a world that is increasingly AI and tech based, it's going to be people that have core values about themselves, core characteristics of honesty, integrity, thoughtfulness, you know, kindness that are going to help run those systems. So he was making the case that it's not a coincidence that we see a lot of West Virginians in leadership positions, because inherently amongst our culture, I think we have a culture of treating people with respect, with holding doors for people, with you know being respectful of family and, and tradition and all this type of stuff. So my coolest thing was that 
he, in a world where you could think, damn, like West Virginia could get left behind if the world increasingly becomes tech, which it is, the world is becoming increasingly technology driven. But if you stop and think, you still need good people to help run, moderate, and facilitate that technology. And what better group of people than West Virginians to do that? So to me, that was like a really cool way of looking at tech heavy future stuff, but also tying it back to, you know, down, you know, country small town roots and being from West Virginia. So that, that was my, I think, coolest little story or antidote from this season. That was a good one. That was definitely a good one. Um, I've got a couple that maybe aren't as impactful, but very memorable. And I'll just kind of start the couple that I do have from, I'll, I'll do this in numerical order from when we had these guys on uh, our very first guest in this 2021 year, do you guys remember? It was Dave Arnold, and it was right when the National Park, you know, um, the legislation came out that New River Gorge National Park was, you know, going to be, um, you know, the new name. It was NRG. Um, so Dave Arnold had this story, though, about how they started Adventures on the Gorge. And it basically was like 30 years ago, him and a couple of buddies were kayaking on the gorge and they were like, hey, do you just want to, should we start like selling <laughs> kayaks and like taking trips down the gorge? And it has turned into this 30 years later, this, this mega company and is one of the reasons that the New River Gorge is the national park now. These yeah. guys have really helped, um, you know, increase popularity, you know, among that area. So in Fayetteville. So I thought that was very cool. These guys just kind of started something, you know, it was kind of just, it went from being a fun little, you know, trip to this huge opportunity that, uh, you know, this business venture that they all took on and it's been uberly successful. So I love that one. And then the, maybe the next one, a couple of episodes later, we had Jenna Belcher, and I'm sure you both know where I'm going with this one. And at the very end, we, oh we're gosh, getting, yeah. we're almost closing down and we're talking about Anthony Bourdain. And when he came to West Virginia and Jenna Belcher, her family was housing Anthony Cordain and Bourdain, excuse me. And they were doing the shoot where Bourdain was going down into a coal mine and needed to take a lunch pail. And so they borrowed a lunch pail from the Belcher family from her dad, from Jenna's dad. They never got the lunch pail back. And then a year later, of course, we all find out that he had unfortunately taken his life. And like the day of that, they found out that Bourdain had committed suicide. They get a package in the mail and it's a lunch pail. It's a different, it's a new lunch pail, but it's got his signature chef knife on it like his in his signature i mean talk about eerie mm. the day that he passed was the day that they received that replacement lunch pail and just uh, over a year later and it was just like oh my gosh what a that that just makes you shiver it you know that that gives you chills when you think about it that one i don't think i'll, I'll ever forget mm. especially because it was when we were hearing it that was a story that none of us had heard before yeah. so when she told it, it was just like oh my gosh you know it was just it really hit hard so yeah um, it's like equally tragic and beautiful at the same time yeah it, it, yeah and then cooper you had kind of mentioned corduroy brown i mean he had such an incredible story i mean the dude had covid 
almost died. He remembers being in a helicopter and they pronounced him dead on the helicopter and he is not dead today. And he remembers that experience. And that, that is also an incredible episode. Go back and listen to that one episode. Uh, what was that? 39 with mm-hmm. Alan Corduroy Brown. Of course, now he's a musician doing very well. He's just new had album, new out. album yeah. come out in August and he's, he's doing, he just had a new video come out too. And he's playing at several bars and, and, um, venues in Huntington throughout West Virginia too. So go check that one out. That one's a good one. Um, I'm trying to think there, there are a couple of other ones too. Bill Lepp, you know, he was the host of history's history channels, man versus history. He told us a great story about how he got into being a historian. And it was kind of like, he was kind of like um, a, a comedian in a way. And then it, it turned in into morphed into this uh, kind of history channel character. And that that's a good one. I'll leave with this one. One that I thought was really funny was Nate Petrosky, <laughs> who is he was huge on TikTok now, millions of followers. But I'm pretty sure I'll have to go back and listen to this one. But didn't he say he was fired from McDonald's? And now <laughs> <Did> he, <laughs> yeah, he was fired from McDonald's and now he's on TikTok. Who knows how many actual followers he has at this given second? I'm sure we could figure it out real quick. But and and he's just now he he's a homesteader in Roan County and he's off the grid and it's They're just cool, like dude. this guy found success and it you know after being fired from McDonald's when he thought life was going nowhere so that one was a cool one so also had, I go ahead I was just saying we can't you know be we can't forget that we did have two goats on Tony Caridi and Bob Huggins back to back which CJ I know you had a cool relationship with Tony over the years uh, in sports media but then having them two on I think that was right when like one of the seasons was kicking off we're talking about West Virginia football and and basketball obviously those two guys but that was that was cool for two guys I've grown up you know basically idolizing these two guys uh, to have them on the pod episode 56 and 55 if you want to roll back in the the scroll and check those out yeah so i just dropped i think it's over on mountaineermedia.org right now too a recap of five of my favorite moments from the podcast and there those are five moments that we didn't even discuss right now i think they're all that's a completely different five moments go check that out over on our website we posted all of them on our social media pages too instagram tiktok so uh, there are a couple video snippets of some of our favorite mo- moments that we recapped. So, and one of them is Tony Caridi. So, uh, involves Tony Caridi, and he's picking on Cooper. So, that's absolutely fun. kind of wrapping up with our last mailbag question here. What are what are some things you guys think maybe Mountaineer Media could do better going forward in the future? Take over the world. I don't know. What do we What do we want to do better? I, I just you know, maybe stay more organized. I don't know. Like maybe a couple of things internally. Hire, <laughs> yeah. hire, hire an intern. An assistant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if, we, right. if you want to join us, please let us know. We're looking for an intern. I've got, I do, I do have a real one. I think it's me. I have a natural, like when people say something about us and we've had a few, not, I wouldn't call them trolls, but we've had a few people over the course of the last year, basically give us criticism that we're either covering something or not covering something. I think personally, 
if I can be in that moment a little bit more patient and try to be a little bit more understanding of what they're saying and not kind of defending Mountaineer media on a snapback kind of way, that would probably be better for everybody. But I will sometimes, (laughs) but I will say it's only because I know where our intentions are at. Right. And I know someone who was, who has bad intentions could easily just say that, but like, I think we've proven to you all that we're here trying to genuinely advocate for West Virginia by West Virginians about West Virginia stories. You know, we're not trying to do anything other than that. So I think when someone sees a little snippet or something of us and they say that uh, we're this way, we're that way, or we're ignoring this, or we've had some crazy kind of accusations, albeit they're just comments and freaking whatever on social media. So whatever, hold that with a grain of salt. Um, I think I'll probably try to be more remain to the mission of look, man, we're here we're not we're trying to stay above the fray and not engaging in tit for tat social media beef or this that and the other we're, we know our worth we know the impact that we have on people's lives telling these stories and we should just kind of remain focused on that so that's definitely me personally i definitely get defensive of mountaineer media but it's only because i know how hard the three of us all three of us work to try to keep this platform as evergreen and true and right as possible uh, for the end of time for what Mountaineer Media is, even though now we've evolved into such giant you know, media entity conglomerate, what you could call it, outside of just podcasting with all these partnerships and blogs and all these people. But we're, CJ Mason and I are more than willing to bring everybody under the tent. You can literally join our team right now. If you email us and say, I want to be on the blog team, you would get a response from one of us saying, you're in. <laughs> like, like immediately, yeah. like, like you're on the team, man, or you want to come on the podcast or do something, or you want to partner with us small business wise, like we're trying to be so open and flexible. So that's what I'm going to work on. Hopefully uh, it improves in 2022, but I think, uh, I think we're on the right path. You know, and I think that those are, that's great in personal intentions there. I do think is a, we, we don't always get to tell the stories of current event moments. We haven't had anybody on to talk about the Tudor strike. We haven't had anybody on to talk about this mm-hmm. the strike that happened at Cabell Midland, Cabell Huntington Hospital. And so, no, we don't get to everything. We try. We really do. And that is where we are being very honest with, if you have somebody in mind, please let us know. And so we do try and talk about the issues as well as highlight the people that are doing things that probably aren't getting enough publicity. So it is a fine balance that we are trying to keep with what Mm -hmm. we do. It is not that we turn our backs to anything, but we are definitely trying to keep that balance of talking about what's going on and talking about the things that Need are not being team. talked about right like exactly. the, literal, the literal opposite not exactly. being reactionary but trying to uncover stories exactly I, I think people demand and guys we get it if you are demanding that of if you look at us and think of we're as a media company or entity or group and we're not covering something that somehow we're like you know covering it up no it's just like we just don't have enough physical time and manpower to cover everything and and we also don't think that we have to be like you said cj a reactionary type of you know entity right like we're, like i don't know if that fits our profile and i think that's a little bit oversaturated to did you see the latest outrage of this and joe manchin said this and shelly more like 
we get it. That does impact people's lives and it's fun to tune into and it's fun to lean into and retweet on social media. But I don't think Mountaineer Media was born for that reason to just like further perpetuate no. the latest dumpster no. fire. That's just not why we're here. So um, one of the other things that it's another way of putting it, and it's not that we react to the news. We want to make the news. We want people to listen to our podcast and listen and read our blogs and be like, wow, I did not know that. I learned something. Mm-hmm. I That is what I think we are better at, telling somebody something and teaching something about West Virginia or somebody from West Virginia to somebody else. And that person being like, wow, mind blown, super cool. That was great. Great guest you had on. I had no idea about any of that stuff until I listened to the episode or read that blog. That is incredible. We are not, we don't react to the news very often, but we like to make the news about West Virginia. And get I get that on a fucking important. t-shirt. I like that, man. That's a good yeah. one. <laughs> there you go, man. It's yeah. like our new company mission. We're going to, we're going to quickly re- rewrite our new, new Christmas shirt mission. out. If anybody's looking for a holiday gift, <laughs> hit the stores now. <laughs> All jokes aside though, seriously, go to mountaineermedia.org. Yeah, you can learn it's a lot there. Be. I mean, we have so many bloggers covering so many different things. Lauren Let's highlight them really quick. Here. Let's highlight them real quick. Go ahead, Mace. Keep going. Let's highlight them because you, Mason plays a key role in working with our blog team um, and getting their work onto our website. But Mason, what's been some of the things that you've learned from that or kind of fired you up about that? Yeah, I mean, we have all different types of content on here. We've got, you know, Lauren Jackson Roberts out here writing about, you know, birds of the of the state. Shannon Stowers writing about various history topics that, you know, most of us hadn't even heard about um, most recently. <laughs> he did a great job with a lot of those. I mean, this yeah. month in West Virginia history. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, yeah, just mm-hmm. yeah, keep going. Yeah. Joe Justice out there, you know, <laughs> being the best, the best video editor we, we know. Really. No, we joke that Joe is a better video editor than any of us oh, combined. Yeah. But him and his kids, man, Ray and Clark, adorable, incredible family. I had the, I don't think I've ever talked about meeting those guys on the podcast, but I met Joe Ray Clark and, and his wife all at their place. I got on the monkey bars. I oh, climbed yeah. up the tree. I mean, it was like that. That's all real stuff, man. They you do. yourself can learn from Joe's videos, how to build those monkey bars. <laughs> yeah, Literally, exactly. yeah. he, monkey I mean, bars in your backyard, like real good monkey bars too. It's no joke. Shout out to Joe. Yeah. For a quick note that he more than anybody, I think is trying to do these like adventure tours where he literally films with his kids out at different at Ritter Park, Ritz Farm, the State Fair, Paint Creek and um, let's see, Paint Creek and Plum Orchard Lake. I mean, he's going out and doing these different adventures and doing incredible drone, like you said, drone work and interviews. I mean, this guy is really doing with a great job. And everything, yeah. An yeah. unbelievable job for MountaineerMedia.org. We're so so grateful to have Joe on the team. Mm-hmm. We we also got Catherine Allen out here, still on her journey to do um, fifty two hikes, um, mm-hmm. and she is kind of taking a new adventure. I think she's mm-hmm. she's moving to California temporarily and doing some outdoors activity. And so we wish Catherine nothing but the best of luck. She has been incredible. And, and funny enough, Catherine was one of our first bloggers, right? She was one of the, the early um, people to jump on board and say, hey, I've got an idea. I want to do this. 
And we were like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. Right. And she has been just equally as awesome as we once, as we thought early on. So yeah, continue. But yeah. she's been, she's been great. Probably got to shout out um, Jessica Riggins as well. She's been highlighting yeah. a lot mm-hmm. of our no state doubt. parks. Um, yeah, she's M- really McKenzie, great. Mackenzie Holdren. Mackenzie mm-hmm. Holdren writes a lot of good articles on really some pretty dense subjects like the the kids' foster homes, the HIV crisis. Um, she really does a great job telling good, you know, impactful stories in that regard. Um, all of our bloggers, guys. I mean, if you're listening to this and, you know, not to, if we didn't mention you, um, it's not for any reason, but we have so, so many talented people. If you're a college student wanting to learn how to write professionally for the first time, shoot us a message. We'll literally have you on. We'll, we'll talk about that. If you're an experienced freelance blogger who wants to just talk about West Virginia, maybe you, your actual work is not related to West Virginia. And this would be fun, kind of cool outlet for you. Um, reach out to us. I, I think it's wildly open architecture. Um, meaning you can just write whatever you want. And if it has some sort of West Virginia theme to it, we'll, we'll partner with you and have you on. And Mason, Jack is the person that you will coordinate directly with. And he's done a great job uh, getting these stories out. And really a lot of people, these, this is one of our biggest, like on Facebook, people love these articles. People eat these articles up. Um, so we're, we're so cool to have that part of Mountaineer Media. What's that? Oh, I thought you said something else. No, no, no. Um, so we'll probably wrap it up by saying we do want to thank all of our proud sponsors. We've, we're in, increasingly looking for partnerships. I mean, I don't think there's a cap on what we're, we want to do. I mean, if you, if you think you are a good West Virginia small business, reach out to us. The ones that we currently work with right now, guys, are Mr. B. Mr. B is the presenting sponsor. We re-signed with them. Marion Kettleson, she's an awesome CEO. You've heard it probably a million times from us, uh, but she's a rock star. She's the presenting, Mr. B is a presenting sponsor of Mountaineer Media. Mountaineer Employment Solutions, be a Mountaineer Media, or what's it called? Be a Mountaineer.com is where you can go to get a job, right? They're an employment agency. They match talent with employers. So if you need a job or you're a small business that needs to hire people, go to be a Mountaineer.com, talk to Mountaineer Employment Solutions. We had Bill on the podcast and talked about what he's doing and why he's doing it. Uh, Ray's Rub, incredible story. We had Brody Prudnick on the podcast, entrepreneur. His father uh, had our original recipe seasoning that was founded in West Virginia. Uh, Brody's father passed away a few years back, and Brody is carrying on his father's legacy by growing this business. And it's one of the best all-purpose seasonings that you can buy because you can literally put it on anything and it makes it pretty damn good. That's you can ask rub. Mason too. Ask Mason because he actually tried it when we did oh, the yeah. video. We did the raised rub video. Mason, uh, some nice chicken breast. <laughs> we shift it up. <laughs> so good. I use it all the time. I'm literally, I, I put it on pork, chicken, beef, everything, burgers, great stuff. Raise rub. You can get it on Amazon right now. Uh, and then our last uh, p- sponsor that we just brought on recently and we'll continue to you know partner with in 2022 is Building Appalachia with Jordan and Jacob, uh, two rock star entrepreneurs that are uh, in the real estate game. CJ, we talked about that earlier. CJ put the blog out, but they're our latest sponsor. And also all those cool pictures that you guys are seeing, a lot of them are from Mason's dad, Kevin Jack. And if you go to kevinjackphotography.com, mm-hmm. um, should be linked, where, well. yeah, linked on the website, but all those incredible pictures that we put on like backgrounds and, you know, on social media and stuff that is from Kevin Jack. Um, he does a great job. So we thank them so much for our partnership. 
Um, all of our bloggers, this is a really a team effort. And I just never been more optimistic and bullish about where we're headed in 2022 boys. I think uh, if we keep our head down and keep grinding, I think we're going to keep sharing these authentic West Virginia stories. Absolutely. Let's keep it going. No doubt about it. All right, fellas. To uh, here's to 2022. Cheers. The sun does not always shine in West Virginia, but the people always do.